an entitled Karen gets up in my face and starts screaming at me for taking a disabled parking spot, claiming that fat people like me don't need disabled parking spots and that I was trying to work the system. And as a result of getting up in my face and bothering me and everybody else in the parking lot, this entitled Karen got banned from every Walmart in my state. Here's what happened. So for a bit of backstory, I have a disability parking pass that I only use when I need it. At my local Walmart, there are Parallels Disability Parking Spots. They are there for those that need to get equipment out or have ramps that need to extend. There are traditionally oriented disability spots too. There is also this dangerous habit of nearly everyone at Walmart to park perpendicular in the parallel spot. I don't use disability parking that often, but my husband walks with a cane and uses them a lot. But he parks correct though. Those that are parked in the correct manner will pull so forward that they block access to the painted sidewalk, which defeats the purpose of parallel parking spots as even the side of the sidewalk is now blocked from using their ramps. I have made multiple complaints to two different store managers and called Walmart themselves, but nothing came of it. One of my co-workers is legally blind and is temporarily blind as she has an upcoming surgery. Her husband is her eyes and gives her rides to fill her prescriptions as needed. He is quarantining this week due to COVID, so I offer to help her get her medication. I drop her off at the door per her request and say I'll park and come in just in case, as I wanted to make sure she was solid. So I park the car in the parallel spot. It's all that's open, and my coworker generally cannot squeeze herself and her service dog into the tight spots of this parking lot. I park and spend a second looking for my permit, as it doesn't live on my rearview mirror because I only use it if I'm driving my husband or I know that I will need it. So it's been about eight minutes before I leave my car. Right then at that moment, an SUV pulls up and starts to yell at me. I didn't know who it was, so I just keep walking. And the lady that gets out of her car is the entitled Karen of this story. She walks up, grabs my shoulder, which spins me around, looks at me and says, are you deaf? Move your car. I look at her and I say, oh, I'm sorry. Did I accidentally take your spot? I thought maybe she was waiting for it and I took it without realizing it. She says to me, no, this is a disability parking spot and I need to park there. Now, I don't judge anyone because disabilities are often invisible. To set the scene, she wasn't walking without any kind of aid. No cane, no crutches, no wheelchair, nothing. And she did run up on me. I say to her, oh, I'm sorry, but I need the space. And that's when this lady said something to me that honestly blew my mind. She looks at me and says, well, nothing looks wrong with you. And being fat isn't a disability. You need to move your stupid car. Now, when she said this, I was honestly blown away. As a side note, being overweight is a disability in my state if it's secondary. I'm fat because I'm disabled. I'm not disabled because I'm fat. This entitled Karen is screaming at me so loudly. She says, look, everyone else can park right. And she screamed this at me while pointing at the cars parked perpendicular in the parallel spots, even though only one person is supposed to park there. So I chime in and say, actually, they're parked wrong and they are blocking disability access to those who need it. Now, I know I shouldn't have engaged, but I did. Sometimes I have an issue of just keeping my mouth shut. I just shrug and I start walking away because my coworker is probably waiting on me inside as it's been a minute and I didn't want her to think that I had left her to fend for herself. The greeter and the cart guy are heading out at this point and the entitled Karen, with her car in the middle of the road blocking as many people as possible, sees these people walking up and screams out, this fatty is using a spot for handicapped people and needs to move her stupid car so I can have it. If she doesn't, I'm going to call the cops and have it towed. Now, I know this is an empty threat as a private citizen can't have a car towed from private property without the owner or manager's permission. The 
this is not my first fiesta when dealing with this kind of stuff. So I just keep walking in. As I know she doesn't have anything on me, and I see my friend heading out with a dog that clearly has a vest on that says, Blind Assist Service Dog. The entitled Karen tries to grab at me one more time to spin me around, but I deflect and end up getting her nose with my elbow. It was an honest reflex from years of self-defense classes, but I digress. I don't notice at the time that I made contact as I'm singularly focused on my coworker and getting her somewhere safe. I insist that she take my arm as I lead her to the car and get her settled. During the brief walk, I give her the 90-second rundown and tell her I'll give her the full story on the ride back to her place. By this point, a manager has come out and asked me what happened, indicating that the entitled Karen is supposedly bleeding. Now, I didn't break her nose, but I did unfortunately make it bleed. It was an accident after all. And you know what? It sucks to be her. I did it in self-defense, and there were at least two other store employees as my witnesses. I tell the story to management, and I let them know that I was helping my blind friend get her medication from the pharmacy. He saw her on the way out, and I confirmed that they were the same person. So I turn to the entitled Karen, who is now going off on the cart guy, and I say to them, I got this spot for my blind friend. She's the reason I have this space. Is she disabled enough for you? I can see the color draining from the screamer's face, and she stutters out something like, prove it. Where is she? Have her prove that she's blind. Thankfully, the cart guy is between her and my car, so she can't make it to where I'm parked. The manager says to just go. Get out of here right now. I had given the manager my number to follow up and said that I'd be glad to come back as I'm here all the time, but I needed to get my friend home. A few days later, I get a call from the manager stating that he only wanted me to give the story just in case something happens or she tries to file some fake claim against me. After reviewing the camera, they can prove that this entitled Karen came into the lot long after I had parked. She had already been warned about bullying others out of their space at least twice before as well. She insisted that cops were called, so they did just that. The cops ran her permit and discovered it belongs to her mother, who passed away two years ago. They took the permit and warned her that it would be a $400 fine for using someone else's permit improperly. They didn't ticket her, as she wasn't in a disabled spot when they got there. They did threaten to have her cited with a double parking, as there were still people trying to get out, and she was blocking them into their spaces. This didn't surprise me, as most people don't use the word handicap in my area when they are legitimately disabled. It's become somewhat of a slur now to insult the disabled, so we run far from it. The manager also stated that as this is not the first nor the second time that this has happened, she has been trespassed and won't be allowed at any Walmart store in the state. I mentioned that there are four Walmarts in the county alone, and he said that her pictures get sent to all of them, so she can't enter or park in any of them in the state. She can make the over two-hour drive to the next closest Walmart out of state, or she would have to shop somewhere else. The closest target to me doesn't sell food, and they're about an hour's drive away too. He told me this just in case I had any issues, as he was concerned about any kind of retaliation. He says to me, if I see her in the lot and I don't feel safe, call the store and have someone escort you to and from your car. They can also call the cops to have her trespassed at that point. He wasn't concerned it would actually, but he wanted me to have all the information so that I could act upon it as I wished. So the moral of the story is that if you come to me in a nice way, I will bend over backwards to help you out. But if you come at me in the way that this entitled Karen did, then you can guarantee that I absolutely will not help you. That is honestly insane to me that someone would really ask, hey, prove to me that you're blind. Like, what is wrong with people? If someone's parking in a disabled parking spot, I'm going to assume that they actually need it, one way or another. Like, the original poster has it right. Some disabilities are completely invisible. Like, you just don't know if someone 
someone has something or not, and it's not totally obvious like having a wheelchair or a cane. So the fact that this entitled Karen literally stopped traffic just to basically assault this woman is insane to me. Like she seriously was so far out of line. So hopefully her being banned from every Walmart in her state will teach her the lesson that you just can't treat people this way, whether she actually needed the parking spot or not. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. My girlfriend of eight years said that she has feelings for my friend, and as a result, she ended up cheating on me, forcing us to break up, and I now feel completely broken, and I don't know what to do. So my now ex-girlfriend had been together with me since seventh grade. We were very young at the time and dated for about a year and a half. In 10th grade, which was back in 2017, I had realized I still possibly had some feelings for her, and we decided to get back together. We went through many life changes together, such as graduating, moving out of our parents, spending quality time together, and all other things that occur as we grew up, and it was amazing. In 2021, I started a new job and I met a co-worker who turned into one of our best friends. He was raised in Saudi Arabia, so he had some very strong viewpoints on certain things such as cheating and had strong morals. He helped my girlfriend get a job at his work when her and I moved into our first apartment together. Around this time, we also had three cats who we love very much. They did not have a demanding job, so they usually ended up talking and hanging out all day. And I would usually talk to her throughout the day too, because we were always communicating and loved to talk. This was never really an issue, but slowly over the course of the last six months, they grew to be very close friends as well. Since their work was very close to our house, he usually ended up coming over after his shifts and we would all hang out together. Starting around February, my girlfriend began to say that she was having these feelings and she couldn't explain it because nobody would understand. Eventually, this turned into her drinking heavily just to deal with it. Over the last couple of months, I could tell that it was all taking a toll on her and she eventually opened up to me about her having feelings about our friend. She said he was in her head all the time and she was so confused about everything. She also said she feels like our spark was not like it was at the beginning of the relationship, but she still wanted us to be close. Our friend was an adventurous person by nature and always wanted to go out to places and do stuff. Unfortunately, at the time, I was not being the partner I should be, and I never really helped her out around the house with cleaning or chores or anything in general. She always got so frustrated about it. I could tell that our friend was over almost all the time, but I enjoyed being with him. We were honestly like brothers. Sometimes I would go to sleep and my girlfriend would hang out with him for a couple of hours afterwards and even a couple of times stayed up all night talking to him. But she was always truthful to me and said nothing physical ever happened. And he said the same thing. He told me I was like a brother to him and he views us like family. Throughout all of this, I could see she was talking to him more and more and he was always in her head. We had talks about how we needed to focus on our relationship between us two and go out and do things to make us stronger. I started becoming a better person and was doing my own household duties to help bring us closer. She even quit drinking completely and tried to help the situation. Even on her 21st birthday, a couple of weeks ago, she did not drink. Unfortunately, I could see that he was still in her head. She communicated this to him too, and he said he was going to step back and let us work it out, while also saying that he felt horrible that this is where it led to. This was short-lived, as he just usually ended up coming over anyways, because we both wanted to see him. Looking back now, I should have put my foot down and not let him come around anymore. About a week ago, she told me that she is confused about everything and she loves me, but recently she has not been feeling as strongly towards our relationship and she hated 
hated herself for the way that she was always thinking about him. Eventually, she brought up breaking up and said that she wants to stop hurting me and that she is so confused. That night, we went out for a walk and we went out to eat and have a movie. The next day, she brought it up again over text messaging and said that she thinks we needed to be done. I texted our friend and he was very upset and said that we were too good for each other. I asked him if he felt the same way about her and he said he loves her as a person and a friend but could never do that. She went up to the city where he lives, where we used to live, which is about 30 minutes away to clear her mind. She even bought alcohol and said she felt that she needed to clear her mind and went for a walk alone. She then went to a place where our friend was having a barbecue with his friends and she started talking to him about everything. He was talking to me at the same time of saying that he was trying to get her to come back and talk to me, but she refused to go. She said that she needed to stay up there and think about things and said that she was going to sleep in her car instead of coming back down. Now, honestly, because I'm a caring boyfriend, I didn't want this because the city is not necessarily safe. So when my friend told me that she could stay at his place and that he would sleep in a different room, I was frustrated, but I did end up allowing it simply for the fact that my friend said he doesn't have any feelings towards her. The next day, I tried to get her to come back and talk about what she wanted to do, but she said she couldn't and she stayed another night. Now, at this point, I was distraught because I knew our relationship was potentially coming to an end. The next day, she finally came back down. I met her at the Target parking lot where she was hysterical and admitted that my friend did not sleep on the couch and they ended up kissing and spending some quality time together. Now, when I found this out, I was incredibly hurt. She said that she's so confused and she just messed up and she was worried that I would never want to be with her anymore. But even with all things considered, she still said that she loves me, but she did understand that things had to be over. We have now been separate for a couple of days and have been texting about our plans for animals and living situations. She's also been saying how sorry she is and how she's been having a hard time grieving what happened. We still care for each other and want everything to end as smoothly as possible. As for me, I'm completely broken and I told our friend I will never be speaking to him ever again. He didn't have much to say and I could tell that he felt bad. He then admitted that it happened two times, once each night. This made it entirely worse. I have been feeling horrible and detached and heartbroken that she will not be in my life anymore. I know that she has stayed at his house for a couple of days since she told me everything, which also makes me feel bad as well. I love her so much still, and I would do anything to be with her again, but I know that we cannot be back together. I feel as if I will never love again, and I lost my best friend in my life. And at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Families have a lot going on. 
Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. First and foremost, I think you need to understand that you did not do anything wrong. Your girlfriend cheated on you, and she was basically leading up to this moment for a very long time. And not only that, your best friend is an absolute jerk. He lied to your face. He said, oh, I don't have any feelings for her. By the way, could she spend the night? Like, what in the world is going on? Your ex-girlfriend will never be anything more than just a cheater. She clearly did not value your relationship in the slightest, and hopefully that fact in and of itself will help you move on in some kind of way. And I think it's also ironic that your friend has such high values about cheating and all this other stuff, because clearly that was a lie. So hopefully when you get your living arrangements taken care of, as well as the animal situation set up, you can move on and never deal with these people ever again. Because honestly, they are not good people, and they would only cause you harm in the future. My husband has been cheating on me since November, claiming that we're in an open relationship, as well as an open marriage, and that I should be okay with him talking to other women. And after I tried to reinforce boundaries that we had agreed upon, he starts to guilt trip me and say that he's going to move to Alaska. And at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. So my husband and I have been married for about a year. We've been together for six years in total and he moved states about a year into our relationship to be with me in my hometown. Before Christmas time, I noticed a missing sum of money from our joint account and so I asked him about it. He said that he had bought something from a friend and I just let it go. On Christmas, we went to his family's house and he insisted he wanted to go out for guys night and leave me there. When he got back that night he was very serious and talked to me about how he almost did something that would have disappointed everyone and rescinded his personal growth but framed it as a potential substance use. I asked him for marriage counseling because I felt insane for thinking this amazing man could be carrying on behind my back. On our way home I found the text message between him and another woman but thought it was purely emotional and that they had not met in person. He agreed to end things and move forward to repair our relationship. I found out he'd still been in contact with her on my birthday about three months later and again he said that he'd end things. After this I blocked her on his phone and when she reached out again he sat me down and we discussed it. I was so proud of him for being open with me. I was disappointed in myself for even having blocked her behind his back but he said he would keep her blocked and what's done is done. It turns out that he told her I'd blocked her because I was jealous. But since we were allegedly in an open marriage, it shouldn't have mattered. When I found out on my birthday, I told him that if it happened again, that was it. He needed to leave. I pay the bulk of our bills due to income differences and our home is in my name, which I now see may have been emasculating for him. Things had seemed great in our relationship ever since. It felt like we were both making progress in the right direction and actively exerting effort for the good of our relationship. My husband has been no contact with his 
family for nearly the entirety of our relationship, and over the past weekend, we went to visit his entire extended family again. He said it made him so happy and proud to bring me around everyone and for them to see us love each other. I found out yesterday when I finally reached out to this other woman that he'd not only been continuously in contact with her, but things were much more serious than I ever could have anticipated. He reached out through mutual connections to get in contact with this woman specifically. He told her that we have an open marriage, and I found out that the guy's night that he had at Christmas was actually a private date with her. We saw each other, I waved them goodbye, and they didn't spend any quality time together, if you know what I mean. But that doesn't change what happened. My husband and I sat down yesterday and talked it out after I tried to stand by my boundary of separating. I just couldn't do it. For reference, we live in the southeastern United States, and when I mentioned the boundary, he literally started to book a flight to Alaska. I love this man. I've built a home for him. We've both had turbulent childhoods, and while it's not an excuse, I just couldn't bring myself to leave him without a home. So honestly, where do we go from here? When we talked, he said my separation boundary made him feel like I'd already abandoned him, but I never thought it would actually reach this point. Not only that, but I couldn't even follow through. I can't give up, and he seems to think that I already did. Is it possible to repair our relationship? What should I do? It sounds like your husband's trying to play games. He gets confronted about him cheating on you, and his first reaction is, okay, I'm gonna get a flight to Alaska. Like, what are you talking about? Who does that? This guy is seriously just trying to guilt trip you and make it seem like this is your fault for being upset that he's cheating. Like, what on earth is happening? He literally left you at Christmas to go on a date with another woman. Like, this is all just a big dumpster fire that he started. He even tried to pawn off your marriage as something that it's not, calling it an open marriage as if you would be okay with the messing around that he's doing, which obviously you're not. He's playing stupid games, and in my opinion, he's about to find out the stupid prize, with that being the possible end of his marriage. So in my opinion, this is not something I would ignore. The way he's acting is super sketchy, and you do not deserve this kind of treatment in the slightest. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.